Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need, no matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project. We got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is eight essential rules of bathroom design. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into The Home Building Hero today. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button to make sure you're notified of future episodes and also let your friends and family know that you're listening to The Home Building Hero. We appreciate the support so we can continue to provide you guys this wonderful information about homes, building, design, and everything in between. So we're talking about eight essential rules of bathroom design today. And this was an article that I found online and uh, some neat suggestions I thought this is kind of a good uh, good topic because you know whether you're going to remodel your home or you're looking at building a new home, I think spending a little more time thinking about your bathroom and how it works and functions is an important thing to do. And a lot of times people kind of ignore it. You know, they they might think a little bit about the master bath and what they might want and and they don't really think about how it works, how it flows. And those are the rooms that typically get remodeled first in homes is, is the first kitchens, then bathrooms. And bathrooms is more because they just don't work for people. And so I think having some structure to creating a design is helpful to make sure that you have a good, good layout and a good bathroom that you're going to want to use for a while. You know, kitchens are different because, you know, a lot of times, you know, they style out or, you know, they're just not big enough uh, family grows and you end up, you know, remodeling or doing an addition on that's a different ball game. But a lot of times bathrooms are just, they weren't really well thought out. It's like, it, it's got a toilet, it's got a sink, it's got a shower, good to go. And that, that's really not how you want to look at that. You want to look at some of these other factors. So let's go over eight essential rules of bathroom design. The first rule of bathroom design is don't squeeze too much stuff into one place. Okay. Bathrooms are typically one of the smaller rooms in the home. And of course, like I said, you're going to have your big three, right? You're going to have your toilet, your sink, and some sort of uh, shower or tub in that bathroom. And that's how a lot of older homes are designed. It's just, let's get those three things in there and move on. But you've got to really look at, don't overfit things in there. You know, all of a sudden, if you're trying to squeeze a tub in there and have a separate shower and it's a small space, it's going to be a horrible bathroom. You know, you're just, you're, it's going to be like a walkway and the shower door almost hits the toilet seat and you're, you're turning around and you're, you're tripping over stuff or bumping into things and it's not going to be a very pleasurable or good experience using that type of bathroom. So you need to make sure that there's enough room for someone to get out of the tub, stand, dry themselves off, turn around. And it should be a calming and a relaxing place, not not a crammed up, you know, mess that you can barely even, you know, open your drawer without, you know, banging into the wall. So make sure that you guys have, you know, enough space in your bathroom. Next essential rule of bathroom design is to include plenty of storage. And this also gets overlooked so many times in bathrooms. You know, like we said, we talked about the big three, toilet, sink, and shower. But it shouldn't stop there. I mean, most bathrooms, you need toilet paper. Most bathrooms, you need a place to store towels. You know, you need soap and shampoo and 
place for your toothpaste, uh, razors. Um, if it's a guest bathroom, you need some other things that they might need when they're staying over. So you need to have storage. So a very tiny little three-foot vanity, a toilet and a shower is, is, is not going to do that for you. So having a towel cabinet in the bathroom or having you know some shelving where you can put things, um, maybe put a, a cabinet above your toilet, um, having a shower with a niche in it and a soap dish, those are more vital things that you're going to want to have. You want to have a place to put things. Otherwise, you know, you see these baskets on the floor in these tiny bathrooms. And, and again, you get into this, there's no floor space because you put a basket with some towels on the floor and get a bunch of bottles of shampoo laying on the floor. It looks like crap, let's be honest. And there's no room. So have some storage space in the bathroom, you know, to store all those things. And it's going to automatically be a much nicer bathroom. All right, the third essential rule of bathroom design is think about the details. Details, 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 right? So even a super fancy bathroom, if, if it's not thought out well, it can look disjointed, it can look terrible if you don't work through some of the details. So you've got to just look at, at how you're putting it together to make sure that everything works right. Like if you're going to do you know, let's say a tile shower, how are you going to transition the tile? Are you going to have a curb or are you going to have a curbless curb? Now, if you're doing a tile shower and you've got tile floor, is it going to be the same tile? Or are you going to have little tiles on the shower floor and bigger tiles that look completely different? How is that going to transition? Is that going to look good together? You've got to take some time and think about the details. Same thing with that shower. Hey, I, I want to have two shower heads. Well, guess what? The two walls where the shower head goes, one of the walls is on an outside wall. You don't want to put a shower head on an outside wall if you live in a cold climate because that thing could freeze. You could have frozen pipes. So you need to think about the details on that and how that works. Take, take again, for example, your shower door. Okay, I want to have this big shower and you've got this door on it. Well, guess what? The door swings right in front of the vanity. And so every time you're going to try and hop in the shower, you know, if there's someone else in the bathroom, now you're, you're banging the door against somebody that maybe it's your wife putting on her makeup or your husband shaving and your wife bangs you with the shower door and you cut yourself shaving. Think about the details. Make sure things work and flow properly and that there's enough space for everyone to use and enjoy the bathroom. And that is definitely, I think, one of the most essential rules. The fourth essential rule for bathroom design is make sure it's functional, okay? That means that it should be natural. It should feel good when you walk in there. It should be easy to clean. Everything should be accessible. Functionality is also about, hey, you know what? If you're right-handed, you know, have the drawer on the right side of your sink so you can reach into your drawer with your right hand and grab everything that you need and and store things easily. You know, make it functional. Don't make it where, you know, okay, well, my towel cabinet is on the one end of the bathroom, my shower's on the other, so, oops, I forgot to grab a towel. You run out of the shower soaking wet across the bathroom, getting your floor all wet just to grab a towel. You know, have a towel rack right near your shower. You know, have a well-placed outlet, especially for ladies. You know, have an outlet where they need their hair dryer or their curling irons and things like that. Make sure that everything functions the way it's intended to. And 
again, back to the previous point. Think of the details, right? Look through those details. How are you going to use this bathroom and make sure that it's functional for you and your family going forward? All right. The next essential rule for bathroom design is to think about your bathroom in a series of planes. Think of them in horizontal and vertical planes. Okay. So how is this going to come together? Is, you know, what's your floor plane? Is it, you know, your tile is running diagonally across the room and then all of a sudden you have wall tile and it's horizontal. That might look funny. Um, you know, how is, how is this going to come together? You know, try and create a scene, create an organized feel to the room. You know, if you've got a tile backsplash, you know, is that going to end at the vanity? Is it going to extend to the end of the wall? And then how is that going to look relative to the rest of the home? You know, if you've got, you know, all these angles in the bathroom and then you put in, you know, uh, a diagonal tile that might get too busy. There might be too much going on there. You don't want to do that. You want to have it sort of simple, have it flow well and look like it was meant to be that way. It was meant to go together. And so you've got to think about your bathroom in, in planes. And how does it look horizontally? How does it look vertically? Does it look good? Okay. Are these competing with each other? You know, what if we change the direction of this? This looks so much better. So think about that when you're creating your bathroom design as well. The next essential tip in bathroom design is to allow natural light to come into your bathroom. Natural light is huge in a bathroom. Nobody wants to spend a lot of time in a dark, dank bathroom. I happen to have one in the middle of my home. It's the way the home is designed. We've got a bathroom with no windows in it. And it is the least used bathroom in the entire home. And it's not by a long shot. Now, of course, people don't necessarily want to use a bathroom where there's these big windows. Um, going to the bathroom and, and having a big window uh, that faces your neighbor's home uh, without blinds, probably not a good idea. But you do want to have natural light in the bathroom. And there's a lot of ways that you can do this, of course. Sometimes it's just as simple as placing a window you know, above a bathroom tub. Or maybe putting a small rectangular window above a shower, very high up. So you're getting at least some natural light. In. People can't see in it, but you're getting that natural light. Those are the kind of things that really make a difference in a bathroom. Now, if you don't have the ability to do that, there are other ways. So if you have uh, the ability to put a skylight in, that could bring in a ton of natural light. And on top of it, a skylight will, if it's operable, will save you tons and tons of energy because you can crack that thing open after a shower and all that moist air is going to just waft right out of that bathroom within two to three minutes that air is going to be removed out of your house and that is a wonderful thing to have so not only the natural light but the ventilation on those is incredible and it's definitely something worth considering now if that doesn't work if you have a bathroom similar to what I have in my home that's kind of wedged into the middle of the home, you may want to look at a sun tunnel. Sun tunnel is a, a disc that uh, has a reflective tunnel that carries light from the roof. So you have a little dome in the roof and then a reflective tunnel. That sunlight bounces down the reflective tunnel into this about 14-inch disc, and it provides lots and lots of natural light. And it almost looks like you have a recessed light going, but it doesn't use any energy. So those kind of things make a huge difference. And there's always ways to have 
natural light in a bathroom. You just sometimes have to be creative. Maybe you have to shift your floor plan around a little bit to make sure that you can accommodate a window. But I guarantee you, if you have some natural light in the bathroom, it will be used a lot more. It will feel better. You'll feel better when you come out of the bathroom as well. All right, so we talked about natural light. The next essential piece of bathroom design is adding in artificial light. And the best way to do this is in layers. So again, nobody wants to be in a dark bathroom. Try shaving in a dark bathroom. Try putting your contacts in. And ladies, I'm sure trying to put makeup on in a dark bathroom is not fun. So make sure that you have good lighting and lighting where you need it. And what I mean by that is, you know, obviously first start with, you know, your vanity lights. Make sure that those are bright enough to cover the area that you need so that you can see what you're doing. But then look at the rest of the bathroom. You know, if you've got a bigger bathroom, vanity lights aren't going to be enough to light up your whole bathroom. You're going to need to potentially have some ceiling lights in there, maybe a recessed, like a sealed recessed light over a shower. Those are nice to have. Uh, Maybe a light over your toilet. It could be, again, a recessed light. But even nowadays, we're seeing more and more emphasis on layered lighting. And what I mean by that is in a vanity, you know, we're seeing more of these suspended vanities on the wall. Maybe you have a light that is underneath the vanity to kind of light up by the floor. Or you have a medicine cabinet. The medicine cabinet, a lot of these have lights built right into the mirror or into the medicine cabinet. And those little extra pieces of lighting make a huge difference. We're even seeing lights integrated into bathroom fans. Brown makes a bunch of lighted bathroom fans, LED lights just to provide some additional light. Or they're even using colored lights. So if you want to create a mood, you're taking a bath, you can have a cool blue light casting over the bathroom. You don't want to have all the bright ceiling lights and LED lights shining on you when you're laying in your bathtub trying to relax. You might just want a very soft light just to to relax in. So think about your lighting and think about it in terms of layers and in utilizing it. And I know in my bathroom, I've got, I think, five different lights in my bathroom. We've got two vanity lights. We've got a light over our bathtub. We have a light over our shower. There's actually a ceiling light kind of over our toilet. And then we actually have a built-in dressing area that we can put all our dirty clothes in, and there's two lights over that as well. So sometimes I can go to the bathroom and I can just flick on one light because I, I don't need to light up the whole bathroom. I might just need to go go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and, and I just can turn on one small light, just enough to see my way around, and you're out of there. So think about your lighting, and don't just rely on your vanity lights, or you're going to be very disappointed with your bathroom. All right, and the last tip, the eighth tip in essential bathroom design is to provide a focal point. And I think this is a great tip for bathroom design, especially if you want something that's aesthetically pleasing. A bathroom, you should have a focal point. Now, typically in a bathroom, there there is a lot to look at, right? Because there's You've got mixes of different things, right? You you probably have, you know, an acrylic or a porcelain tub. You have a wood vanity. You have a glass mirror. You might have some sort of light. You either have vinyl or tile floors. You have some sort of granite countertop. There can be a lot to look at, and they can all compete for each other. So pick something that's going to stand out in your bathroom and make that your focal point and put the emphasis on that and it'll really make the room pop. So if you are going to do something like a freestanding tub, when you walk in at the end of the wall, you've got this beautiful freestanding tub with this gorgeous faucet that kind of spills over the top. Make that the emphasis. Don't start 
making your vanity, you know, with all these wild tile around it and things and have it call attention to itself because it's going to compete. Now, if you don't have something like that, you don't have a freestanding tub, you don't have any tub in it, maybe the focal point is a really big tile shower. And you walk in and go around the corner and there's this gorgeous shower, that'll be your focal point. If you don't have that, if you have more of a standard shower, okay, now maybe your vanity is your focal point. You've got this really cool vanity with, you know, some shelving on it and a really cool lighted mirror and you've got a couple of decorations in there and that's your focal point. You walk in, you see that wood and that the glass, that could be your focal point. So make sure that you have a focal point, but don't make your focal point your toilet. <laughs> that is one of the worst and that's probably one of the biggest flubs in bathroom design is when you open the door and the first thing you see in the bathroom is a toilet. That's a no-no from an architectural design. Don't make your toilet your focal point. Make it something else. It could even be a hanging ceiling light. If you have a taller ceiling, that could be your focal point. You have a more basic vanity and you have this gorgeous light fixture when you walk in. That can be very dramatic and very powerful. So think about that in those type of terms. And if you, you look at these things and you take these eight steps as you're walking through your bathroom design, you're going to end up with a much better bathroom. You're going to end up with a space that you're going to really love. You're going to enjoy. You're not going to have to tear it up. You're not going to have to remodel it down the road. And you have done yourself a huge service. So once again, I want to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in to the Home Building Hero. Hopefully you felt this topic to be super helpful. And if you guys have any questions or comments, I would love you to reach out and engage with the show. It's super simple. Just send me an email, homebuildinghero at yahoo.com. I would be glad to get back to you. And if you guys have any ideas for topics or shows or want to be on the show, feel free to reach out to me. I'd be glad to have a conversation with you guys. And stay tuned. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss future content. We have new stuff dropping every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Once again, I'm David Bellman with Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you guys very soon.